0: I just wanted a brief message that's just a question of asking, who are you? Who are you and how do you see yourself? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your word this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that all truth is found in your word. We thank you, Lord, that we are not just forgetful hearers, but we are doers of the word of God. We thank you, Lord, that as as we hear the word this morning, that, Father, will purpose to be good ground, good soil, that the word will take root and produce fruit in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you're faithful to us. And, Father, may we be faithful to you. And we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. The, The question I ask, who are you? Do you know who you are in Christ? You know, uh, do you know that you're a master of sin? The sin no longer masters you. Have you changed your lifestyle? When you're in Christ, there should be a lifestyle change. You know, when we went back to Oklahoma uh, in, in February to one a Bible seminar, uh, that was the, the, the topic of the messages were, The state of the body of Christ. And you know, the body of Christ is not like it used to be. Because for some reason, as the body of Christ, we've allowed the world to influence us more so than we have influenced the world. You can't tell anymore who Christian and who ain't. Because people be saying they're Christian and the next thing you know they cussing you out. Or they'll say they're a Christian and next thing you know they're talking about somebody somewhere. Or they'll tell you they're a Christian. And then you'll hear them over there talking with somebody else. And they're talking about what they did the weekend and it ain't nothing godly. It's amazing how the body of Christ has forgot holiness. You know when you bring up holiness now... People look at you like, oh, you trying to say I can't wear no pants. Uh-uh. Holiness is your heart. What's in your heart? Holiness is, what's your attitude toward God? How do you relate to God? How do you relate to his word? You know, it ain't all about dress, although it can't affect your dress. Because we do have, you know, I don't want to get on my little soapbox with... Sometimes how people do dress, they say they're Christian. Because uh, don't show your glory, women. Don't show your glory. You know, leave it, leave it for your husband. Don't, don't, you know, holiness is in there. But holiness is an attitude. How do you act? How do you react? You know, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, behold, all things have become new. We need to walk in newness, not stay in an attitude of what we used to be. You know, we, sometimes we forget that we have been saved and delivered from a whole lot of stuff. I used to have my uh, pastor in New Mexico, he used to talk about that, I mean, not in New Mexico, in Massachusetts. We had moved so much, we were military, that sometimes they all blur together. But... In, in Massachusetts, we had a pastor that would tell us, the very things you got delivered from, you now use as your entertainment. And that always stuck with me when I start sometimes watching something. I gonna have no business watching. Because I realized now as, as Christians, we go to the movies, we turn on TV, and we watch things that one time we did ourselves And God delivered us from it. But now we enjoy watching other people do it. And if you think about it, think about some of the things you watch and entertain yourself with. It's things you used to do. And now you sit there and you be, oh, girl, ooh, girl, did you see that? It's like, do you remember one time you was that way? So why do we enjoy someone else In sin, instead of realizing sin is sin. You know, the word of God never changed on sin. I don't care how many times we try to act like it did. You know, we try to act like it's a, 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 it was old. That's old. You know, we want to have this. We're in the 21st century now. But the word of God is still the same. It's still the same. You know, my brother my brother, I have a brother, I only have one brother, and um uh, he used to be a bad drinker and, and a lot into drugs. And uh you know, family don't never forget nothing. And so <laughs> we were we were at my sister's house one time and um uh, my brother in law told my brother, he said, uh and my we call my brother June Bug, And uh, oh, we call him Bug. And he said, uh Bug, do you remember, man, last Christmas? You were so drunk you couldn't stand up. And my brother said, I don't remember that. So he said, Bug, man, I know you remember. Man, you came over here, you were so high, you didn't know where you was. My brother said, I don't remember that. And so he kept saying stuff, and my brother kept saying, I don't remember that. And so finally, my brother-in-law said, Man, how you gonna sit and say you don't remember that? And my brother said something I've always remembered. He looked at him and he said, "That man died." <laughs> you know? And I and I stood there and and my brother-in-law was kind of like, "What? I see you, <laughs> you know?" And my brother told him, "He said, no, man, that man died. What, what you talking about? That's not me no more.'" I have a different attitude. I see myself different, and I talk different, and I thought, that's when you know who you are. That you don't let people remind you of what you used to be. Because unless you're still living like that, that's not you anymore. You know, we are God's children. We belong to God. And John John 1.12 says but as many as have received him gave he power to become the sons of God as many as believe upon his name. That's the attitude we should have. That's when we say, I know who I am. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of the most high God. I belong to the one who created all things. That's who I am. I am not part of the world. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. And we, until we get to that, that mindset, we're always going to be, be that way and, and trying to struggle with how to live. Who am I? And letting other people decide who we are. We belong to the one who created all things. Can you imagine that? God, The one who spoke the world into existence, he calls us his children. Uh, not only do we belong to him, but he's chosen to live in us. You know there's no other religion that God li- that their God lives in them. It's only our, our religion. Our our God is the only one who's chosen to live in us. In Romans uh, 8, 11, it says, But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that lives in you. You know, the spirit of God talks to us when, he, when we listen. Sometimes we don't listen, but, but he talks to us. And you know, since he dwells in us, we have his DNA. And you know, you hear that word DNA a lot, but sometimes you don't know what it's talking about. And I've learned don't use a word I'm working with the kids downstairs, unless I know what I'm going to say. Because <laughs> this past Christmas, I was teaching the Christmas story. And I said, Jesus was born of a virgin. <laughs> Miss Betty, what's a the virgin? <laughs> they seven and eight. And I'm like, Ah. Oh. <laughs> Because they totally caught me off off guard, you know, because nobody, none of the other kids had ever asked that. And I said, uh, uh, mm. (laughs) um, and they're all sitting there like, okay, you said virgin, what's virgin? (laughs) So the word pure jumped in my mind. I said, she was pure and did, and I kept going real fast because I didn't want them to ask me no more questions. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like... I'm not, we're not going to have no sex talk down here, <laughs> but, but so I, I, I slid, you know, try to slide. So I've learned not to use the word if you don't know what the word means. I really didn't know what DNA meant. Do y'all know what DNA means? Oh, I'm so glad y'all do. Y'all smart. Um, but the word DNA, I'm going to try to say this word is deoxyribonucleic acid. It's the gene- genetic material of a cell. It's the control center of a cell. It's made from DNA. DNA provides positive evidence of a person's identity. They can even look at your DNA and see what family you belong to. Uh, God lives in us, so when they look at our DNA, they see we belong to the family of God. Because everything that's in God is in us. I think sometimes we don't comprehend the magnitude of we have God living in us. Do you know that that opens all doors? It causes us to be able to do whatever he's called us to do. God in us enables us. You know, we should never have the word, I can't, come out of our mouth. Never should I say, ah, well, I'm not qualified. Because anything that we want to do, we can do because of Christ in us. And not only is he our God, He's our father. You know, that's amazing that we can call him father. And as our father, he's given us an inheritance and he's given us his word. And you know what? His word never fails. Never, never, never fails. And he doesn't change his word. He says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in that thing whereunto I sent it. For God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and shall he not do it? Has he spoken it, and shall he not make it good? Every word of God is true. You know, people try to tell you, I had a girl tell me one time, a uh, man wrote the Bible. And I told her, I said, you're you, you right. He wrote it, but God inspired it. And they only wrote what God told them to write. Right. So, you know, don't tell me. And she said, well, everything's not true. And so, y'all have to know my personality. <laughs> and so I said, well, who made you a judge? And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, who made you the judge to see what's true and what's not? Because if, if, you, if you know everything ain't true, who made you the one to decide what's true and what's not? Well, she got mad and hung up on the, hung the phone up, but, you know, <laughs> but it was okay. <laughs> no, but we have to remember that every word of God is true. And when he says something, he means it. And because we have his DNA in us, We need to act like him, talk like him, and see that nothing is impossible for us. We also have to live our life uh, free from fear. Back uh, a few years ago, uh, Pastor Maurice and I sat in a a doctor's office. And uh, the doctor looked at me and he said, "Uh, you have congestive heart failure. never been sick so I was like well what's that and he he said what well, and, and instead of him telling me he said well you need to look online and school yourself I'm like, I ain't that interested in it you know <laughs> 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 but uh, he it, but he began to tell me he said your heart is functioning at 20% uh, your heart valve is leaking pretty bad your heart's not beating together you know like a heart right left side supposed to beat like this he said your heart is beating like this so that means your heart is overworking which would cause it to enlarge he says your blood pressure is out of control my blood pressure was at uh 195 over 95. He said, uh, "Your heart's probably gonna quit working any time now. So, we are going to put a pacemaker defibrillator in you, so that uh, when your heart stops, he didn't say if he just said when. When it starts, it'll shock you back to life." And I sat there like, "Good. Girl. When all this happened?" And so, he said, so we need to get, this was on a Monday. He said, we need to get that defibrillator in you by Thursday. So I said, okay. And we, um, when me and Maurice got up, Pastor Maurice got up and went outside. And God is so good. Because he just let me have my cry. I got in that car and I boo-hooed. And, um, but you know, it's always good to have a word in you, yes, right. because way down in here, I start hearing by his stripes, you are healed. Yes. And I, th- and so we started, we were, we were in Amarillo and we, uh, Amarillo, Texas, and we were driving back to New Mexico, which is about, it's about an hour, hour and a half ride. And I, and uh, I heard again by his stripes, you are healed. And that, that started to strengthen me. So I, I looked at Maurice. I said, um, I said, Maurice, I know we've got a schedule for Thursday to get this defibrillator. I said, but this is Monday. It's tomorrow. Don't call me. Don't talk to me. Because I got to talk to God. So Tuesday, I got up. I'm like, I'm fasting. And I am seeking God what you want me to do. Now, I want to just say right here, I have no problems with people who have defibrillators. I have no problem with people who have uh, pacemakers. But you got to hear what God for yourself. So, so I, I prayed all, all Tuesday. I was on my face before God. Just Lord, first of all, what happened? Because the doctors told me, they said they had never seen nobody just go like like that fast. Because it's usually gradual. And um, I said, Lord, this is just an attack of the devil. And I know who I am. I belong to you. You promised me that no plague would come nigh my dwelling. High blood pressure, heart disease, that's a plague. Because if you look at how many people today are dying from heart problems and stuff, that's a plague. So I said, so I, I prayed and I said, Lord, uh, you, say, you know, when you're talking to God for your life, there you ain't no time to get religious. <laughs> it's time to be serious and talk like you talk. <laughs> you know, Like me and you sitting here together, Lord, we talking. And I said, Lord, I like to ride roller coasters you know I like to ride roller coasters and that might sound silly to some of y'all but for me that was for real (laughs) and I said i get a pacemaker I can't ride a roller coaster no more I'm gonna have to hold everybody's stuff (laughs) I don't want to be the person holding everybody's stuff I said so what you going, and I just put it back on him. I said, so Lord, what you going to do? Come on and by, by that evening when Pastor Maurice came home, I said, Pastor Maurice, Maurice, I, I ain't getting that. I said, I don't have no peace. And you know you should never do something until you can follow peace. Right, and I said, I don't have no peace. I ain't getting it. So he said, okay. So I called the doctor and I said, I cancel it. But you know doctors are gonna say what they say and they told me said well you probably gonna have a stroke and die I said well I ain't gonna have no stroke and I ain't gonna die <laughs> and so uh, uh, then, that, then the process of healing started and I think sometimes with healing we think it's gonna be everybody expects a miracle you know a miracle and healing are two different things And sometimes we get confused and think because we don't get a miracle that we didn't get healed. But healing is a process. It's called recovering. Miracle is like this. That is an act of the Holy Ghost or one of the gifts of the Spirit. But healing is when you have to stand on the Word of God. Believe God, and no matter what the doctors tell you or anybody else tell you, I'm healed. Yes. And so, and that's what I would do. I would go to the doctor, and the doctor would tell me, Well, Miss Munson, ain't no change. I'd look at him and say, Well, I'm healed. And he said, and, and notice I said, I'm healed. I didn't say, I'm going to be healed. I said, I'm healed. Yes. He said, uh, Well, we'll see you again. i go back to him, Well, Miss Munson. Things ain't changed. You know, the heart don't heal itself. Gonna, you, know, you need to go ahead and do something because you could have a heart attack anytime. No, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm, I'm fine. And so, you know, over a process of time, I think he would just sit there and look at me like, you are out of your mind. Your heart ain't no better. Your blood pressure, even though I was taking medicine, was no better. It's still beating off. How are you gonna talk about you heal? But I continued to tell him, no, I'm healed. You know, the word of God is true. Yeah. And doc, you know, unfortunately with unsafe doctors, they don't wanna hear that. And so, uh, but my day was coming. <laughs> so Finally, I went back one, one time and, and what was happening was I, was walk, I would walk on the treadmill and when I would get on the treadmill, I could walk one minute and have to get off because I, I just had no breath. I couldn't walk from here to that door without stopping somewhere on one of those pews because I'd run out of breath. And, uh, but every morning, I'd get up and get on that treadmill. i say, Father, this is my faith. And I'd walk. And I didn't care if I didn't walk one minute. I'd walk that one minute go sit down. But God is good. Hallelujah. I worked to five minutes. And I'd get on that treadmill and I'd say, Father, this is my faith. I am the healed of the Lord. And I'd walk my five minutes and get off. But that day came, I was walk my first mile. And I said, Father, this is my faith. And when I would walk, I'd speak to, speak to my body. Body, you are the healed of the Lord. Heart, you're strong and healthy. Heart, you are the correct size. You beat to the rhythm of life. You're not beating one side and the other. You're beating together. Arteries, you are open, carrying blood and oxygen to every organ in my body. Every organ in my body functions as it's created to function. Blood pressure, you're normal, 120 over 80. Lord God, I thank you. It's because of you. I am healed. I'm strong. I'm healthy. No disease can live in my body. Heart disease, you have no place in me. You have no place in me. I am a child of the true and living God. There is nothing that can stay in me that is not from God. I spoke that every morning. And do you know what? I still speak it over myself. Every morning. Telling my body, you get in line with the Word of God. You get in line with the Word of God. The the, the body, you're not telling me how I feel. I'm telling you how you feel. You are the healed of the Lord, and I would say that every day. And finally, I went back to the doctor, and he said, "Uh, "Well, Miss Mustard, look like your heart getting a little stronger." I said, "I'm the healed of the Lord. I'm healed." And then here, uh, you know, as I said, it's a process. But he would tell me, he said, but this is still wrong. I'm the healer of the Lord. Till finally that one day came and the doctor came in and looked at me. He said, you got a beautiful heart. I said, what that mean? Your heart is beautiful. You just keep on doing what you're doing. I said, glory to God, I'm healed. And, you know, he once said, well, you know the medicine, because I did take medicine. You know, don't be no fool. <laughs> you, you, you take your medicine to the Word of God, work kicks in for you. Don't be crazy. And so he didn't want to, he wanted to give a praise to the medicine. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know the medicine. And I said, no, nah, it was God. It was God. And he said, uh, well, well, something happened. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I say this because you can't stand if you don't know who you are. You know, that when, it, when the word of God tells you, having done all to stand, stand. Well, that, that stand is a battle term. That means after you've had a fight, stand and get ready to fight some more. You know, and sometimes when we, we stand... And we, and we look like we'd lost the battle, then we throw up our hands and say, well, I guess that didn't work. No, it's called stand and be ready to fight some more because the enemy is not going to just say, well, I guess she's she all right. You know, ain't no point in me messing with her no more. He will continuously mess with you. And that's why I say I speak the word of God over my body every day because it's like, devil, I'm letting you know ain't no place for you here. Ain't no place for you here. It is the word of God working in me. And sometimes we forget that. You know, my mom uh, passed away with Alzheimer's. And Alzheimer's is a horrible disease. I saw it rob my mom of her dignity, of her identity, and of her memory. And do you know sometimes I think we have spiritual Alzheimer's? That we forget who we are. And we allow things in our life that never should be because we won't take a stand and say, hey, no, no, not here, not in my house, not with my kids, not with my family, not on my husband, not on my wife, not on my sister, not on my brother. No, no, we, we have to remember who we are in Christ and take a stand and, and, and stop acting like we're so timid. You know, I, I see people at, at football games and basketball games because I love sports and I'm loud, y'all. I'm just telling you I'm loud. My son, my son used to play ball and he was doing really good one time and it was real quiet in the gym and I just jumped up and said, that's my son, go son, go! And, and he, he was like, mom, <laughs> mom, you're embarrassing the family, yeah. <laughs> But, but I see people do that at games. But when we, it comes to us and, I, and and dealing with the devil and in church, we act like all of a sudden we done we got, well, hallelujah. Well, I, I don't, I don't want to act, you know, extreme. But I don't know about y'all. But God delivered me from a whole lot of stuff. You know? I, I wasn't born saved, and I wasn't raised saved. I was in the street doing a whole bunch of stuff I had no business doing. So when it comes to God, I'm grateful, and I ain't ashamed to open my mouth and say hallelujah. I ain't ashamed to open my mouth and say thank you, Jesus, because I know what He did for me. And, so, and sometimes I for, I think we forget who we belong to, whose DNA is in us. And how we need to act. Because there is no shame in praising God. Because as, as we all know, your friends ain't ashamed to tell you what they do on the weekend. Who they slept with, how much they drank, how much hearted, how much they party. They ain't ashamed to tell you about that. So I think we should get, be louder than they are. We're supposed to be the, the voice of speaking to people. And so that's what we're going to do this morning. See, y'all stand up, because I, I, like, I like being loud. And we're going to confess who we are in Christ. Who we are. Now, I, I got the mic, so I'll be loud. But I don't want to just hear my voice. And we're going to talk to the Lord and thank him for who we are and who he has made us. Because there is nobody like us. There is nobody like us. If the world just knew how good it is to serve God. If the world knew how good it is to know God. I don't know how to get by. I don't know how when they lose a loved one, how they even function without the praise of God in their mouth and the comfort of the Holy Ghost. I don't know how they make it. So we have a good advantage. So we're just going to start praising God. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that it is because of you that we walk in victory. I thank you, Father, that it is because of you that I am more than a conqueror. I thank you it is because of you that I am the head and not the tail. I'm above only and never